Welcome to the Business Chef Podcast, where we learn from the best about the business side of the food service industry. Do you make food? Then let us help you make money doing Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food Make Money on Instagram or Facebook, or email us info at businesschef.org. Ladies and gents, how goes it? Chef Sean Boucher here with another edition of the Business Chef Podcast today. We're talking to a good man, somebody who is talking a little bit about something that we might not focus enough on, or at least we're more reactive than proactive, and that is taxes. Death and taxes, those are the two things that are for sure, and unfortunately, we don't focus enough on being proactive with our taxes and planning ahead of time. But that's where my man Preston comes in to tell us a little bit about him and what we can do to be better about it. Yeah, so I have a a background in accounting. Kind of always knew I was going to be doing something with math from a young age, and accounting really kind of fit. I didn't realize, I thought I was going to be doing more math, but it's law with numbers. And so about 15 years ago, I got into the industry, and I worked for a small firm for 10 years until I realized I kind of wanted more. So I started my own firm five years ago. I left and started my own firm. And I kept getting restaurant clients. And of those restaurant clients, I kept realizing that every single one of them, their previous accountant was doing things wrong. And so about a year and a half ago, I decided to start focusing more on restaurants in the hospitality industry, bars, restaurants, small hotels that have restaurants in them type things. And, uh, and about, about two months ago, I actually sold my, my previous business that I had, that I had for five years. And I started a new company called Restaurant.Tax, where all we do is focus on tax planning and uh, helping restaurant owners cut their tax bill. It's been, it's been a, it's been a fun time kind of focusing on one industry and, and having, creating a niche where something didn't exist prior. Creating, creating something new. Um, uh, there might be a couple of companies out there that focus solely on restaurants, but uh, there's not too many. And whereas before I was kind of a generalist, did bookkeeping, taxes, all of that stuff, all we do now is focus just on the tax planning and the taxes just for restaurants, and that's it. So I think uh, a big question will come up for the listeners, and I, I have this question myself. What is it that makes you different from a lot of the the other tax professionals out there? Is it the way that you do things? Are you more proactive versus reactive? What makes you different, or what makes your firm different? Yeah, actually, almost everybody is almost every accountant out there is is reactive. You see them in March, and they're very good at recording historical data. Um, but when you see them, they they if you see them during tax season, their hair is on fire. They're running around doing a billion different things, and and they're not worried about cutting your tax bill. They're not worried about finding every little loophole that you qualify for, and, and so they don't uh, they don't they don't plan. And that's what I do is with my focus is 
going in, I have a like a 20-page questionnaire that I try to dig into every little last detail of your life and find every single way that we can cut your tax bill. There's a lot of different things that you can do with the planning um, and using different loopholes to take money and a lot of times it's putting it from one pocket into another um, and you call it a deduction and it's not, so it's a deduction to the business and not income to you, to you personally. And so there's a lot of different ways to get cash tax-free out of the business if you do things properly and in the proper time and with the proper documentation. And if you don't plan for that, if you wait till wait till March and say, oh, hey, well, last year I did, I, I uh, here was my year, and what can I do to cut my tax bill? Often there's very little. Um, and most accountants will say, all right, uh, donate some money, uh, <laughs> have a baby, or put money into an IRA. One of those things where it's, it's uh, <clears throat> yes, it will cut your tax bill, but it's not – you're either paying your fees yourself, or but it's it's there's cash out of your pocket. Where a lot of what I do is, I find ways to just make money tax free. You know, outside of accounting, I think we can we can relate to this, or we can um, we could talk about this just in general. The fact that we generally in the restaurant and the food service business, when it comes to numbers and accounting and and taxes and all that kind of stuff, we we have a tendency to be reactive and I think this is just a testament to how well you need to know your numbers and how well you need to plan for things instead of trying to react because I remember getting P&Ls like at the end of a three-month period finding out if I had bonused or not well like what good does that do me knowing three months after the fact it's very difficult to track that stuff and that's why I started moving more towards making sure that I was tracking things monthly or even weekly so that I knew I knew in enough time and I could react. So talk a little bit about some of the deductions or some of the expenses that restaurant owners should be watching or keeping track of that maybe that they're not or that we're not aware of. So with restaurant owners, uh, there are a lot of restaurant-specific deductions and credits that they are allowed to take that a lot of them do not. Um, there's something called um, the FICA tip credit, which a lot of restaurant owners are not taking. There's something called qualified food donations, <clears throat> where you get a step-up in basis for um, for food that's donated. And so you get – if you donate um, food, you actually get more of a deduction than, a, than what it costs you. And so it's actually kind of a, a this huge benefit to restaurant owners. And it's very specific only for people in, in the food industry. Um, there are there are another uh, a number of other restaurant specific or food specific deductions that people are allowed to take that that uh, are often missed. Um, on top of that, just being a business owner, there's a lot of things. Um, one one area I see missed a lot are miles. A lot of restaurant owners don't take their miles or aren't taking a, an auto allowance or a car expense. Um, a home office, a lot of uh, a lot of restaurant owners, they, they work from home and then are not taking the home office. Uh, and that's, that's on top of kind of everything else that's required to run the restaurant. Um, most, most of the time I see that restaurant owners are pretty good about kind of capturing the day-to-day -day expenses. They're good about their food, their labor costs, all of those things. Every once in a while, I've seen where restaurants get into a little bit of a cash uh, 
upfront and owners will pay for things out of pocket, um, which I highly advise against. Um, and in that instance, when they're paying for those things out of pocket, it becomes harder to track. Uh, but I really tell them, look, if you can track it in any way, shape, or form, do. Best practice is to not do that, but instead to take money, your own money, put it into the business, and then write the checks out of the business. Um, so I've seen, I, but for the most part, almost every restaurant that I've worked with, they're really good about capturing kind of the day-to-day expenses of the restaurant, all the marketing, all of the um, the, big, the biggest are the rent, the, the payroll, and, and the food. Um, and there's a lot of other little expenses, but uh, those, those are the biggies. And most people are really good about capturing those. It's all those restaurant-specific ones that people are really bad about capturing. And then a lot of the other little, little ones, it's not little, but miles, uh, the home office, um, kind of a lot of the basics of just being a business owner, the things that you're allowed to take, uh, a cell phone. Uh, I see that one missed a lot. You know, it's so interesting, and I'm going to relay it back to more of a general or macro perspective here in in business in general, not just dealing with it, with accounting, but so many of us, we just don't know what we don't know, and we don't engage uh, experts in their fields in helping us. You know, there's no reason that we... We go into food and we go into operations and things not because we want to be accountants, but because we love food, we love operations, we love the business, and we don't always track and we don't always know what to track and, and things to be to be good about. And I'm sure you see it probably more often than not, Preston, that that people probably only see you once a year instead of kind of engaging you on a consistent basis. Yeah, the vast majority of people that I've worked with in the past, they only saw me once a year. Um, and I would tell them all the time, if you have big events in your life that are that are happening, don't come see me in April about them because there's very little I can do to help you cut your tax bill. Instead, you got to come see me in the middle of the year or right before the event happens. But most people don't do that. Most people wait until until well after the event happens or well after um, the year is over to to decide to plan for for taxes. They don't. Taxes are not the first thing on most people's mind. So here's where the thought process needs to change. The thought process needs to change. Not looking at your accountant or your bookkeeper or whoever is helping you do your taxes and track your expenses as a cost, but more as an investment somebody that you partner with, somebody that you need to engage on a consistent basis that can help you in your business as a partner. You know, you look at them as an investment, not as as just a cost, which I think happens more often than not. We see it as a necessary evil instead of as a as a uh, an asset. So here here's another question that kind of flows from this. How much do you think people are overpaying on average? I mean, do you have like a percentage or do you have just a general idea of what you think people are are generally overpaying? Uh, so I'll put I'll put it into two different groups. Um, I think 95% of over of of uh, restaurant owners are overpaying their taxes by at least 5%. Okay. Um, and I think 40% of the restaurant owners are overpaying their taxes by 50% or more. Um, I've, I've seen way too many restaurant owners come in and miss big, big deductions, big credits, where I've even gone in 
um, after the fact, you can go back three years and amend returns. And I've gone in and amended clients' returns for three years. And uh, the most I've ever gotten somebody back currently is about seventy thousand dollars. So I'm looking for looking for somebody where I get them six figures back, but I uh, haven't quite found them yet. Seventy thousand dollars. I mean, holy smokes! Twenty or thirty thousand dollars for most people would be would be just a remarkable amount. But I mean, seventy thousand dollars is is life changing. Life changing. This is somebody who was making um, he was making about two hundred thousand dollars a year, and was having real problems paying his taxes. And uh, when we went in and got him a check back for seventy thousand uh, dollars, it was the real number was about sixty-seven thousand, I think, um, just shy of seventy. But uh, when we got him a check back for sixty-seven thousand dollars, I mean, it, it was it was life changing for him. All of a sudden, and then going forward, his tax bill was over twenty thousand dollars a year less. Um, and, and so all of a sudden, he's paying twenty thousand dollars a year less than what he was. That frees up ten percent of his whole income. Not just his tax bill, but 10% of his entire income. Okay, so I can guarantee that you've piqued uh, some interest out there with uh, probably more than one person. <laughs> so um, who is it that you work with? Do you work with the independent restaurateur who's just getting started? Do you work with people that have multi-units? You know, what are some of your qualifications for, for people that, that you work with? And, and when should people contact you? So I work with all of the above. The best time to talk to me is when you're getting started, okay? Because to put a plan in, you don't want to go three or four years doing things incorrectly. Um, the best time to create a plan for your business is before things happen. So the guys who are just getting started, that is the best time to create a plan. Um, but the vast majority of the clients that I've worked with that I've helped are have um, four restaurants or less. Guys that have five or more, generally what I have seen, they're doing things pretty well. There may be some things on the fringes that we can help them with, and those are generally the guys that are in like that, that 5% where, yes, we can save them a little bit of money, but for the most part, most of, most of what I have seen, they're, they're doing pretty well with their, uh, with their tax plans. Uh, it's the guys that own four restaurants or less that have been in it for a couple of years that are just getting hammered with, with taxes. Those are the guys. Uh, so the guy that I saved $67,000, he actually had been doing it for, um, he had been in the restaurant industry for 19 years. So for 19 years, he was overpaying his taxes. And unfortunately, we could only go back three. But uh, for, for can you imagine 19 years overpaying your taxes by, on average, $20,000 a year? Oh man, I can't. I it just physically makes me ill to think I would be overpaying that much, and then to only be able to go back three years and not get that back is just oh man, brutal. Just absolutely brutal. So you know, back again to my point. I think that we have to change our mindset, and we have to see accounting and accountants and um, and your services more as a investment and more as an asset and more as a partnership versus an expense and i would venture to say that you probably feel the same way a hundred percent um 
what I like to, I like to consider myself ROI. So there's actually not a line item expense for me. <clears throat> if I if I'm able to get somebody back twenty thousand dollars, I'm not costing twenty thousand dollars, and so all of a sudden that's a, that's a return on investment. Um, most people when they work with me in the first year get an ROI of, of somewhere between three and five times uh, what they spend. Um, and so there, it's 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 not a it's not in the cost. It's hey, they're getting you, you can't beat that in the stock market, not a chance. Um, and then every year going forward, they save they save that money. All right. So the, my client who saved sixty seven thousand dollars, he's saving over twenty thousand dollars a year every year going forward. And I think for him, um, the total the total cost on annual was about two thousand dollars. And so we were doing a lot for him, and and uh, no, I think I think it was about three. But his previous accountant was was charging him one and costing him twenty. So his old accountant was actually costing him twenty one thousand dollars, not not three. Okay, so let's drop the bomb. And for those that want to talk to you, those that want to find out more, those that are interested in investing in themselves and in their restaurants, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Yeah. So my phone number is six three zero four five three. Four seven two six, or my email is Preston at restaurant dot tax. Okay, and as a final thought, you've been around restaurant owners enough to to know a thing or two, or to see some of the downfalls that that maybe they have. What's your advice that you give to restaurant owners? Find someone really good to help you manage the restaurant. Don't try to do everything yourself. When people, when I see guys that just do absolutely everything themselves, they're never able to take a break from the restaurant. And if they go on vacation, they're worried about the restaurant 24/7. If you are going to grow a restaurant and grow a brand, you have to have you have to be able to walk away and and be able to put managers in place. Um, That's really the biggest thing that I've seen. Well, Preston, thank you for your time. You're a good man, and you've given us a lot to think about, me in particular, and uh, look forward to possibly having you on the future and uh, getting a few more few more tips. Sean, I appreciate it. This has been a blast. Okay, truth be told. <laughs> I don't know if I want to admit to this, but I'm going to admit this anyway. Um, Preston and I had a long conversation uh, during, during our interview and after, and... Uh, I was actually surprised because I'm I'm a I'm a guy who thinks he's kind of got it together when it comes to um, you know some of the business aspects of, of things and in my business I have I have an accountant or a bookkeeper um, who is one hundred and ten percent incredible. Um, she does some very very cool things and has saved me a lot of money and is definitely an asset and I couldn't live without her. Etc. Etc. Um, but you know, in in this conversation, Preston's asking me questions, and I really didn't know some of the some of the things that he was talking about, and some of the tips that he gave me are definitely uh, proving to be effective. So, if you are interested, I would definitely reach out to him. He is he's a wealth of knowledge and knows his stuff, and he's very passionate about what he does, and that's the type of person that you want to work with.
Hey, thanks for sticking around. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, co-workers, or anyone who's interested in making food and money. And when you get a second, give us a review. It really helps us get the word out as well as letting us know how we're doing. Want to connect with us? Check us out at Make Food, Make Money on Instagram or Facebook. Or email us, info at businesschef.org.